Ever wonder what the dog in your life is thinking? Well, join me, Liz Murdoch, animal communicator, talking with the dogs and finding out what dogs want people in their lives to know and understand. I've spent my life talking and listening to animals. So if you consider yourself a dog person or just happen to have a dog, I'm here to help you learn how to talk or listen to the dogs in your life. I chat with people too sharing stories and tips on exactly how animal communication or being a dog whisperer makes an impact at home or when working with the dogs. So welcome to Talking with the Dogs podcast, a place where we uncover exactly what dogs want us to know and celebrate that every dog has a story. So here we are today with Carla Cavalli. She is a host. You're a little bit of everything, Carla. You've got the career that every young woman wants to have. You have been a host of TV. You are a writer. You're an actress, a dancer. Um, you're a smarty too. You're, you, you're, you're as host of, what is it? The planet primetime. You like to go, you interest, well, let me t- let you tell your passion because I is how cultures around the globe, um, affects programming, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, The show was sort of focusing, um, you know, every travel show focuses on food. Right. Or or destination or, you know, like landmarks. But Mm -hmm. ours wanted to take a different spin. And we thought, well, everybody loves TV. I mean, it's it's something that we all share internationally. Like we we all share a love for food, a love for, I don't know, maybe wine, music, and television and dance. I like to have dance. Right. I got to have dance. Um, I was a dancer, so of course yes. it's close to my heart also. But um, TV is just sort of, you know, like a, a quintessential staple of like ev- almost every culture. And we thought, let's see if we can learn about a culture via what they're watching on television. Mm-hmm. So we did. And, you know, it was kind of an experiment at first and we went around the world and we did learn <laughs> a ton from all these different cultures about based on like what kind of programming they had on. Well, I love that. I was when I was reading your bio and I got to that part of your sort of why on that show. I got my master's in education because I wanted okay. to create videos and stuff like this. Although I did the reverse. My thesis was on how the programming affects the culture. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I did the reverse. So okay. anyway, it was interesting. But uh I want to tell our audience how you and I met on Instagram. So mm-hmm just you saw one of my posts that you must have liked or you followed me. So then I thought, oh, I have a new follower. Who's this? Oh, I'm going to follow back because that's what we do, right? So I followed back. <laughs> that's what I then, do at least. A yeah, we follow don't. back. Yeah. So, so I followed Carla back and then that was that. Life went on. And then I, in one of my Instagram posts, did an offer. If anyone wanted a free 15-minute consult, let me know. I was willing to do it. So... Carla was the only one on that day who, yes, exactly. What? Yes. Most oh people gosh. pay money to talk to me or have me talk to of their course. dogs. So, yeah. so Carla said she, she would be interested. So we did that. So then we tried to set it up and life happened and it was, it, it never, it didn't happen right away. So then Carla posted a story in her story and I was like, oh, she's out. Some horses were just rescued. Mm-hmm. And I used to work with horses, a farm on a daily basis. Yes. With rescue and especially the little ponies. So you got me with the ponies. Oh so my God. I'm like, oh, we should do a donation. And I said, do you want to donate to a rescue? And so you said, sure, why not? Uh, I'll do a purposeful rescue. 
And I was like, oh, wow, wait a minute. So I've got my dogs are getting excited. So I'm going to ignore them. I'm going to calm down. So (laughs) I said, okay, fine. And I think before that I had said, do you want to do a video or we can do YouTube, whatever. So we're just going to record this and do a video later. But when I first moved to Los Angeles, I had been working for a rescue in Northern California, Golden Gate Lab. And that's where I got my two lab rescue dogs. And I moved to Los Angeles and I wanted to replicate exactly what I'd done in Northern California, which was working as a dog evaluator. So I filled out the form for a a purposeful rescue and said, I would like to do evaluate dogs for you. Well, I was brand new. They didn't know me. So I got the standards and rescues in every rescue's defense. They're very busy with the dogs. Oh my gosh. So so I got a request, a, a that said, would I like to foster? They, re- they appreciated my interest. Right now they needed fosters. Uh-huh. I was like, I, I am a complete foster failure. I have three <laughs> foster dogs that I kept. The last thing I can do is a foster. <laughs> so no. So I never worked with a purposeful rescue, but I uh-huh. love them. They, I, they have the best dog. No, they don't have the best dogs. They have the best names for dogs. They're very fun. And I am a frequent follower of them. So the opportunity to work with them this way with you to raise money for them where I don't have to foster, but I can certainly contribute. I'm very excited. And I just... That makes me happy. Yes. And it may, it just, because I'm intuitive and I have been a frequent guest on podcasts, it also reminded me that sometimes we don't get exactly what we want. You know, I wanted to go purposeful rescues and send me out and find the dogs. Well, quite frankly, there's a lot of other people better suited that in LA right now. They know the system and I'm happy to help, but, and I, but it put me on my path to find out how I could work with dogs and create this animal communication business. Oh my so gosh, I no give way. thanks. Yes, I definitely, I'm very serious that if, if I had worked with any of the rescues, I reached out to quite a few and they all wanted me to foster. And I was like, forget yeah. this. And I just walked away and I thought, I'm not going to do that, but I have to do something with the dogs. Yeah. And I ended up, getting in focusing on animal communication because my passion is working with the dogs yeah so it's like I feel like I've come full circle and I want to share that for people who think they wow. have to do a certain thing yeah and sometimes we go a circuitous route and now I'm back to helping so well I'll tell you right now they would probably love to have you with any of like um maybe in like a, a different sort of way whether they have a, a dog with behavioral issues or, or one yes. that is a hospice that's about to go or one where they don't know where or how they're sick I'm sure Hillary is the the um, yeah, CEO I know I know I know. She, I'm sure she would love to know this story, first of all, and she would love to, to have you on board in any capacity well, other than fostering. To, yeah, I can't foster and I can't no, drive I get this. It. I get way too attached. I can't drive them to the vet. My gift, my talent, I'll do it anytime, is send me a picture of the dog or I'll go meet the dog yeah. and I will tell you what it is thinking. So Yeah, she would love that. Okay. I promise. So enough about me. I just had to share that. So, and I wanted you to know because it, I love it didn't it. even, it wasn't even like, I'm going to track down these people and, and I'm going to try and get Carla to do this. I had no idea. So yeah. anyway, anyone who does want to book a session with me, I'm going to get, I'm going to make it 20% of a, any fee, anything with me goes to Purposeful Rescue. So that makes me so, so happy. Yes. And they're going to be thrilled about that. They take in, oftentimes a lot, a lot of your, your listeners and viewers might not know, but they take in what they like to deem them magical unicorns. And they tend to be dogs that 
people at the shelters just won't pick out because they're shy or injured or very sick or hospice or a super senior that's really elderly or overweight. They tend to take in a lot of dogs that are really, really heavy. And then they get them um, down to like a a better weight for them so that they can be healthy and and live out, you know, many of their years with their wonderful fosters or with a new adopter. But um, I, that is sort of what makes them super special to me is that they kind of take all these underdogs and they whip them into like great shape. Even puppies that are sort of um, on their literal, like last leg, (laughs) right? They spend thousands of dollars that, that, pour in from donations to try to like fix these poor, uh, poor animals that would never have had a shot. So that, that's what makes them so special. And, and we foster failed with them. Yeah. A we lot of hosp- people. Yeah. We have hospice, uh, have a few hospice fosters with them. And, um, we do a lot of volunteering with them and they just mean the world to me. I met them when I first moved to LA and Hillary was, has always been a great friend to me with dogs and the horse rescue is called all seated in a barn. That's another one. If people wanted to follow, I'm, I am a, like you, a huge horse fam. Mm-hmm. And um, one day hope to have my own and they're doing great work too. So so, 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 the, so the horse that I thought you were going to take that, but I know you do a lot of work with the dogs and that's aligned, but we can do something else for the horses. You have a friend or someone you know who just rescued 600 horses, right? Or 60. 63. 60, yes. 63 horses that yes. were headed for the slaughterhouse Correct. that were not done living their best lives. They were not done. Um, they, they were, there, some were donkeys and some were horses. I mean, they were Belgian dress, there were Percherons, there were um, thoroughbreds, mini horses, like you said, quite a few, yep. a yep. lot of mamas and foals, which was devastating for me to see because they were nursing their babies mm-hmm. and they were sitting in the kill pen waiting to sort of go to slaughter with like nursing their babies. Like it really struck me hard and I'm actually nursing my baby. Like, yeah, I, you know, so for some reason that like killed me, but um, yeah, she, and what was so inspiring about her is that she kind of faced up against all these these buyers that buy them to go to slaughter for meat. And she was fearless about it. And I was like, this woman, I need to meet this woman. Mm-hmm. And I drove up there two hours with my husband and the kids a couple of days ago. And I was like, I need to meet you. And um, we did, we toured the property and got to meet a lot of the horses that she saved. And I don't know, it was just, her work was just really fascinating to me. I was really touched by her. Yeah. Well, it was, I had to watch, you, you posted quite a few and I'm there on the couch watching every single one of them. <laughs> good. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I brought back memories because I used to work with a lot of horses where, uh, when I lived up North. Yeah. That's my dream. Yes. Well, you probably get that considering what you've accomplished every, every bit in the past. So I that's, that's so. exciting. It'll make a big difference. And, uh, I mean, I've lived in Los Angeles seven years now and okay. I probably first looked at a purposeful rescue six years ago mm-hmm. and I've been following ever since. So I'm excited. You know, it may take you six years. Anyone listening who doesn't even want to talk to a dog, but you want to do something else in your life, you never know what may happen because I never thought I'd be doing a fundraiser for Purposeful Rescue. And I'm excited too because I do fall in love with many of their dogs. And I'm always relieved that I don't need to go rescue that dog because they took care of finding it. Yeah, yeah a, they do. A perfect match home. So anyway, 20% of any... Um, anyone who listens to Carla's and our chat and wants to book a session with me to find out what your dog wants you to know will go to a purposeful rescue and I'll make sure they get there. So Carla, now we get to the dogs and you have three dogs. And I initially had said that we would do sign up and you get a 15 minute kind of thing. We're going to do whatever you want because we're doing a podcast and we're going to show people I'd like to do at least more than one dog because... People often think they know their dogs. I know what dog one is going to say. And 
it's fun to find out how different it is from one dog to the another that have totally different things to say. Okay. So we can do all three in the time okay. that we have. I don't want to lose our Great. listeners because it's fun, but I also want to find out because I have a feeling it's going to be chatty because you have t- t- two young children at home. And yes. it's fun. to Some people, when I was working evaluating dogs say, I've got babies. I can't keep my dogs. It's, they're not, it doesn't work. But as you know, it can work just fine. It's, it's I mean, a lot I think of work so. to make it work. Yes. But we're going to talk to your dogs and find out. So uh, anyone who's never listened, I have no idea who, which dog I'm going to talk to. People sometimes send a picture. Sometimes a dog will come on screen. Uh, often they will come on the dog and then when it's done. It will walk away in the next one cup. So we're just going to see what happens. Okay. So do you want to invite one of the dogs? Do you have a pre- I think there's one that does want to go first. Okay. So do, is, do you know which one? Should I get whichever Is there a little say? white one? Is there one that's got more white? I think that one would want to go first. She is. She is blonde. She's sitting right here very close to me. She's okay, sleeping. She let me, definitely um, wants to go first. So let me, um, let me just quickly open the bedroom door because I think I locked the other one in there and he's going to be real mad. Okay, so we'll take Hold a pause. On. That's fine. We'll just take a okay. pause. Let me grab her. Okay, so did you get the dog? Hi I there. Do. Here yep, she we is. have a little white dog. Hello. <laughs> What's your name? This is Gloria. Gloria, how the heck are you? Did you have... Oh, yeah, she says, boy, do I have a lot to say. Oh, goodness. She okay. says, this is a long time coming. She says, I have to... I, oh, wow. Okay, she says, I have to be patient a lot of my life. And I'm glad I don't have to wait for this. So yeah, she is, she says, I may, I may look docile and patient, but, um, they know I can be pushy and bossy. Yes. Beyond. Yeah. She's pushy, pushy and bossy. It's a cover. So Gloria, I'm Liz and it's okay. We celebrate you exactly how you are. And you know that Carla does. Yes. Carla does get busy. And she's here for you right now to let you say whatever you want to say. Okay. So, Gloria, what's on your mind? Is there anything you'd like to celebrate? Okay. Oh, yeah, she does. She really likes the air conditioning. She likes the... She says it's a relief because she gets hot and that it's, she really savors the air conditioning. And she wants other people to know that some dog, sometimes a dog can seem like it's not feeling well or it's acting strange. And she said when, oh, I guess because of the COVID dogs haven't been getting their regular grooming. And she says, so they get uncomfortable and hot and the mm-hmm. temperature for a little dog, not, and she says, it's not just her. She's seen other dogs that they get hot and don't forget about temperature with the little dogs. Okay, got it. Okay, so okay. Gloria, we heard you on that. What else would you like to say? Um, she, oh, she does like her grooming. She does, and she actually she likes. She says sometimes it gets rushed, and she likes when it's more thorough <laughs> and because she gets. She likes being touched. She yes. likes being. Oh, the word is the finer things. I like to sometimes I'll pause to get uh, exact words. She loves the finer thing. She is a true lady. Mm-hmm. And she says that there are dogs. And she says, I've seen, a, she's seen a lot of dogs. She says, there are some dogs that are truly beautiful. 
and she says for her to be at her peak that it would take it it requires some styling to get her there and that she loves the whole process of it that's partly why you two are such a match because you having worked as a stylist and appreciating beauty she says that you understand but you also and you you've seen you've worked with beautiful people and you know sometimes because they're beautiful on the outside they're not always beautiful on the inside but you know how to see the beauty on the inside and that's why she says that you tolerate her when she's not all pretty because (laughs) you know that her heart is a heart of gold and she is so beautiful on the inside Mm-hmm. And she, she loves that you know that about her because other people will overlook her because she's not groomed and they can't see her. Okay. And that's her. So her, oh, that's why she does like to go to first, you first, like to now, because mm-hmm. she, you fill her up with reassurance because she does <laughs> not like getting lost in the shuffle. No, she's she sensitive doesn't. about that. Yeah. She's very, she's, oh, She's highly sensitive. Gloria, I'm highly sensitive. Mm-hmm. I'm highly sensitive, but I try and use it for good. So Gloria, you can use it for good too. She says, believe me, I do. You should see me with the kids. Oh, you're good with the kids, Gloria? She says, well, well okay, so you can correct me, but I want you to consider something that she wants you to know. She okay. thinks, and I don't know, we just met. I don't know anything about your kids uh-huh. other than when I saw it on video. So she says that she's actually very good one-on-one in quiet time, calming them down when they need to just settle. She, her job in the mix is helping them just settle. Uh huh. She is. She's, she's, she actually takes a lot. Um, I don't let my children climb all over my dogs and stuff. I'm very mm-hmm. careful about it because we usually own very senior dogs and we have lost seven dogs in the last four years. Mm. so when we rescued her back in February, I just couldn't do another older dog. Like I needed a younger dog for a little while. I needed to take a break from the seniors, even though they're my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, we wanted a younger dog that was like happy to be with the kids and, and, you know, wasn't going to pass away shortly right, because right. ours passed so often. Um, and she was sort of very, she was really, really good with them at first. And then, um, she's been having some moments where um, she's she's kind of like uh, almost hurting them a little bit, like a herding dog would away from my husband's stuff because she is absolutely head over heels. She has stolen my husband. She is Jolene. We should have named her Jolene. She has stolen my husband from me. She's obsessed and like utterly head over heels in love with him, follows him everywhere. But if mm-hmm. his shoes are around and any of the, the kids go near his shoes, she like gets very upset. Yes. So that's kind of the issue with her. But otherwise, she lets them pet her. She's very gentle around them. It's like the baby sometimes will grab a little bit of hair if we're sitting there trying to play. She doesn't ever nip at them for that. Like she's mm-hmm. such a dream. Um, but the shoe thing, yeah, we don't get it. We don't understand it. Okay. So when I'm writing, I write down, she says, okay. well, those are his. Yes. Okay. And she wants them to respect. She says that they are learning about the place for things. And she says that sometimes they are learning about sharing with each other. And she's trying to show them that those are his. And oh. she says, I mean, well, I'm doing my job. She takes it seriously. She Very. Wants, she wants them to have space because 
like I see, I, I get a sense in your house. There things have a, a place. You have a place for things in your house. I try. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so she wants them to know that those are his shoes. And she's trying to have the space and and teach them to leave those alone. They have theirs. He has his. And she knows those are his, especially because that has his scent in them. Okay. They're very much his. And so she's trying to protect that and and teach them those are his, leave it alone. Okay. What she wants them to do is understand that in your house, and I talk about this a lot with people, whatever your rules are in your house are you get to make the rules in your house and your dog knows the rules in your house. It's actually your kids are learning the rules in your house and somebody else might have different rules, but it's actually not her. She goes, I'm helping your kids learn. Interesting. They have their shoes. They have to share with each other just like he has. And she calls him daddy to the kids. She doesn't consider him her daddy. Oh, you know, she, okay. She is way, she's wiser. She says she's bigger than that. She's not, she's not his baby. Uh-huh. They are his children. And she's sort of like the, the nanny, um, headmistress kind of thing. Of uh-huh. helping. Okay. And, and so she wants them to leave the shoes alone. Cause those are his. Like a little Mary Poppins ish. Sort of. Yes. But she's sterner about it. Very. Be, and that, that's from her past of what she's seen. It's so it's her personality. Her personality okay. is just she's going to come across that way. And, yeah. And everyone needs to remember that's just who she is. She didn't mean it. We know that she has a heart of gold. Okay. But she wants you to understand that those are daddy's shoes, and daddy should have put them over there, or he's yeah. going to come back and get them, or he put them there on purpose because he's coming back to get them, and he knows where they are. Okay. But they're not to touch them. And then she she says that sometimes she'll take them or move them. Gloria does. Does she nudge them away? And she'll sleep on them. Yeah, she's guarding them. She's protecting yeah. them. But she will yeah. stop doing that once she knows that her job is done and she doesn't need to protect his things. Got it. Because okay. I guess she see, do the, the kids take them and do whatever. And you know, then yeah, sort of create her- something. Yeah, there's like a little wildfire sort of near the door because we all put our shoes by the door and then his are there. And I've tried to keep putting his away because she sort of seems to get funky when the kids go for their own shoes and his shoes are there. Yeah. Um, you know, because I was I was a little worried that she might bite somebody. Um, but it, it's been okay recently. So he need, if he has his own space for now because... I mean, my daughter was bit when she was three years old by a dog that she knew. She just happened to turn around suddenly. Maybe she was, she was six. She turned around suddenly. We were at, with the horses and we were walking and she just turned around suddenly and the dog freaked. And sometimes, I mean, you've had seen your dogs, but your kids are getting older. Sometimes the sudden movements, the mm. kids with each other, that can spook a dog. Yeah, too rowdy or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's the same. You have a dog, you keep your eye on your dog, you keep your eye on your kids. Yes, they of mean well. I've been bit by dogs and yeah. it, it's, it always comes down to, you know, where you want, how come you let the dog in the situation that it could be. Yes. Yeah, so I agree. The shoes are definitely, it's a, it's a bait kind of topic. 
Daddy needs to have a special place, a new place for his shoes. And it's a lesson okay. for the kids. Sometimes we change things. We have a new house. This time, daddy's shoes are going to go here. Got Yours it. go there. And we want to keep everyone safe with Gloria. Okay. And Gloria is, you know, it just works best for her now as she makes sense of things. And, and, the, and I have a podcast episode with a seven-year-old and the kids get it. If you just explain it, you know, Gloria's yeah. getting protective of the shoes. We think it's better to do this. Okay. Gloria, what do you think of that? She says that would make my job a lot easier because there's other things she wants to tackle. Okay. Really, Gloria, what is it that you want to tackle? She, she does, she says that she can do her magic on the chill. She wants to help the kids learn about dogs. Okay. And she's, yes. And then, so one of my passions is working with kids and uh-huh. dog training or talking with dogs because it sets them up for a lifetime of working with dogs. Yeah. So Gloria, maybe that, oh, Gloria, I, Gloria, that's what she said. She wants to work with the kids in a heart connection about learning about senior dogs because she can teach them so that they can help the other dogs that will come later okay. and in their lives. And she's very serious about this. She's, she, she keeps saying, she said this several times, she has seen a lot in her life even before you. And yeah. most, most dogs don't bring up their past. Yeah, I know nothing about it. Some well, she says all you need to know is she has seen a lot okay. and she's at peace with where she is. It's not like she's haunted, but she feels sort of like been there, done that. And so now I've got a mission. I want to help these kids. I want more time with them alone. Okay. She says that she can do her magic with them and teach them. And she says that's like why she's a gift in your house now in a new way, because she is like a Mary Poppins teacher, whereas others might've come to heal or passing through there for a different reason. Well, she she had had a bunch of litters before. And I, I kind of, every now and then I sense that like, she's got this nurturing mother sort of thing to her, this like essence of like being a mom where she's, maybe like a little bit like my mom because my mom is very tough love and British and very like... Um, oh, that's funny. Well, she's like that. That's yeah. why like the shoes go in a certain place. Le- like she's like to the kids, leave them alone. Those are his. You know, those are his. He doesn't take your shoe. She's is like a British nanny. Yeah. Yeah. But that's um, it's interesting. I'm pausing because I've never had like a dog like that. And it's funny about your British background. You said that, but I I didn't put it together. But she really wants to get, work her magic on those children. Okay. About, it's like she's raising them like she would her own puppies. So yeah. that like puppies leave when she leaves next, that the children are prepared, just like Mary Poppins. Interesting. And okay. She, she's doing her work. Just- uh, yeah. She's got a bit of a mission here. She too. Well, all dogs do. I mean, some dogs, it's just to bark out the window and say someone's Uh here. And Uh I've had dogs that wanted to be reading dogs and go to school. And invariably, then the person later will say, oh, yes, we just signed up to do that. Uh She she is like a matriarch. I keep getting that where she wants, but she sees these children as she has work to do with them. 
Mm, and she okay. wants to teach them and show them, but she also wants to love them in a different way. Mm-hmm. Okay. A dog can. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yes. Um, it, it's, she's very adamant about that. Like, yes, I can believe it. <laughs> she's very adamant. Okay, Gloria, I'm going to ask you, what else do you want to know? Um, she's, oh, she's telling me, she wants me to know that usually she naps at this time of the day uh-huh. and she changed her schedule to do this. Well, thank you. <laughs> Is that true? Do you nap around now? With yeah. Yeah. All the kids nap and the kids and the dogs stay here and they take their like, like little nap. But then as soon as we come back, she's raring and ready to go for a walk. Yes, but she's making an exception. She says, I'm making an exception. Okay, oh. Gloria, is there anything else? Because I know you're going to share the limelight with the other two. What else do you want? Oh, she wants Carla to know something. What do you want Carla to know? Carla is a great mom and she didn't put that down here on her bio. And she <laughs> says that you are a great mom and that you, so she show, you juggle a lot of the details. She likes, she says, feeding time is really something around here. Because we all like different things, and Mm -hmm. you have you're like a magician pulling it all together. So, uh, well, thank you. Yes, she. So how? So you want Carla to know that? Because so I always end for anyone new when I do a session. I always say, "What? What do you want your person to know?" That can be completely random, and she wants you to know that you are really terrific. Okay. So this is twofold because she's a teacher. She says, you're really terrific. First of all, she wants you to give you credit, like in your bio. She said, you should put that down, that you're a really good mom. She said that it's amazing how you get the, you coordinate all the mealtime seamlessly. So every, it just, it's like, it all just fits together. And there's might be all this stuff going. Do you know what she's talking about? And yeah, I mean, yeah, it's chaotic here just in general and trying to sort of get everybody set and in high chairs and ready and, and dogs in the right place. But and you do it and then there's still stillness. Yes, because we always sit for every meal together, yes. Yes, and she said it's amazing. So what she's saying, and so I had this this dog, Layla, who we're, I'm going to do a cooking shows with her. Layla yeah. wanted to do something... She wants, she says, you could teach people too, because there are, as we know, a lot of these dogs that end up in the shelters and it'll say, came in as a stray. And I'm like, I have never seen a stray dog in LA once. I drive all over LA. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a stray dog. And how can yeah. the shelters are full of stray dogs? So people sometimes, I think they must take their dog and it's easier to turn it to the shelter by correct. It was a stray. Yeah. So... Or on to you. But sometimes I get people are overwhelmed and they can't keep their dog. So they think the best thing to do is take it to the shelter where someone can deal with it. Yeah. But the important thing is what is tied to Gloria is that because I had I had a 130-pound lab when my wow. daughter was in the high chair. He gained 25 pounds. I thought my daughter was eating everything because he ate it so fast when she threw it on the ground. He was fast. He was very fast. So, but they lived happily ever after together because toddlers can get along with dogs and babies can get along and we don't have to turn them out as strays or call a rescue to come and get it. Because I have interviewed and I have approved many of those dogs. I agree. Mom or dad said, we're not going to be able to keep the dog. Yeah. You can keep the dog. Yeah. And according to Gloria, 
in Carla's free time one day, she might be able to talk about how to keep, how, how to navigate parenting with a dog. That that's a topic that Gloria is saying you would be really good at because oh. the picture and the feeling I'm getting uh-huh. is this sense of this, the, the chaos that we all know as moms or dads that is happening at the 4.30, 5.30. Kids are hungry. We're tired. We want to eat dinner together because we all know how important that is. And then the dog needs to be fed. But Carla has figured out somehow to bring it together from that chaos and it all lines up like Mary Poppins would do. Not that you're perfect, but she says you've got, you figured out a method. And Gloria says she can't share that as well as you could, but with your platform, that is something that Gloria would like you to consider doing Okay, because it's a way of not only, I want to get this right, helping other parents, but it's helping those dogs. Of course, not end up in shelters. Yeah. I swear I've seen so, I've interviewed these families where Mm -hmm. one of the parents is saying, well, it was my husband's dog and the baby's due in September. And I'm looking at this beautiful dog and they're just like, we can't keep it. Yeah. So if there's a way to teach people that they can keep it. Mm, That's a great idea. Interesting. How to have this like symbiotic, like great relationship with everybody. I mean, for me, I don't know. It's it's never not an option because the dogs are always family. I mean, unless you have a dog that's mauling another human and like right. severely aggressive. Like, I mean, that's extenuating circumstances. But um, I, I like I, like you said, there are ways to kind of get along and to work it. And if you have to work harder, and people have to be willing to work harder, but I don't know how you couldn't. I've met a lot of these people, and yeah. it doesn't matter whether they have a lot of money or you know, they buy one small dog food at a time. It's all they can afford and they make it work to keep the dog. Yeah. It's mindset from my experience interviewing a lot of expecting couples that it's just one more thing and yeah. they would benefit from coaching or yeah. just like, oh, you know, take the baby Gosh. when the baby's at the hospital, take the blanket home, let the yeah. baby... You know, have you ever seen Raven and Woodhouse? It's a, it's a dog and a cat on Instagram. Oh my no, gosh. I haven't. Look them up. They have, okay. so the mom and dad, the mom runs the post. So I don't know how involved the dad is, but the mom runs the post. It's Raven and Woodhouse, I'm pretty sure okay. on Instagram. So she adopted a dog and a cat, had the dog pick out the cat. So the <sighs> dog picked out the cat at the animal shelter and picked out a cat that looked like him, basically. Uh There was a kid. He was a puppy. Uh So then they've grown up together. And maybe they're five years old. I don't know how old they are. Then they had a baby. And she's documented this. And the baby is nine nine or 10 months old now. And they're making it work. And I think that families like yours who have you're making, you're figuring it out. Okay, now my daughter's walking. Now, Now we've got this. We've got a shift. It can it can work. It's it's yeah, one thing, of but it, it helps the kids too. I mean, when we only had one child, we had six dogs at one point, and then at one point, I there were these two poor little Pekingese that were living in a driveway that desperately needed rescue, and I was pregnant with my second, and we had a one year old, and I begged yeah. my husband to take these two ancient. We used to call them the, the ancients. These two ancient dogs that were full of ticks and fleas, and I begged him, and we took them in along with our four dogs of our mm-hmm. own. And, you know, it was a hot mess for a little while, but we gave those two little old men like the best like year of their lives, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they got to actually not live outdoors 
in the freezing cold and the boiling hot and they got to yeah. like grow their fur back and, and have a life. And they were amazing, amazing caretakers for my toddler. They were very, yeah. very, very old, but they were very loving and very sweet to her and as, as she was to them. And they were a gift, total gift to us. It's a gift. And it's, it's, I think that there's so much opportunity for education in that part on how mm. to keep a dog and integrate it into a family, especially with children. Yeah. Because it makes me crazy when I see these dogs that they stray. And it'd be one thing if they really were strays. Nope. But I drive around LA, there are no strays. So people nope. stop lying. And let's, if we can yeah. help you, you know, mm-hmm. then... It saves, them, it saves them the disposition fee too, to say that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, I, they obviously, I mean, I think there's some that care about, if, if even a handful, if we can find a way to help educate them on how to keep a, a dog somehow or even longer until a rescue can place it into a foster, you know, something yeah. like that. So that's my mission. But that's what Gloria wants you to know that she's there to help with the kids. You're a fabulous mom and you could do something with your knowledge and your skills as a, you know, jack of all trades with the media and hosting and teaching people and culture. So... Okay. Well, thank you. That's a great idea. Well, I think Gloria. I mean, okay, Gloria, is there anything else? No, she's done. Okay, Gloria. So that's what you're going to... You're going to, she's going to nudge you, um, Carla. She says that you just watch out for the looks. She's not going to let this go. Okay. You're not going to let it go. I'll keep watching them. Because it's, she says it's really something you could have a camera crew show how you do that transition from Mm -hmm. 430 to dinner time. Mm -hmm. The mania. That's the mania time too. Well, she's telling me. Yeah. I mean, we may just met on Instagram through some pictures. So Gloria, Okay. Should we move along then and see if there's sure. another dog? Okay, hold on. Let's so get you have a boy the... dog? We do. That's coming? She says he's a handful. Oh boy, he is a very big handful and she knows it. She says um, that. Yeah, he's a handful. What's yep. his name? Vito. Vito. Okay, Vito. Yeah. Vito. Come, come. Come it's here. Your turn. Come on. Come, come, come. He calls Gloria the little lady. He does. Yes. Gloria gets very upset when I give Vito too Hello, much attention. Vito. Okay. Okay. Hey, Vito, Vito, hi. You are handsome. <laughs> okay. All right. He says he's a handsome stud. Really, Vito? <laughs> yes, he knows he is. He is. He's really handsome stud. Vito, I'm here. Can you look at me, please? Uh, okay. Hello. Okay. Oh, yeah. I see your choppers. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's yeah. talking. Yes. Hi. I'm Liz. I, I love you. I do. Yes, she's great too. We're here to talk about you. It's your turn. What would you like Carla to know or anybody else to know? So he says, despite his teeth, I see his teeth right away. He has had really good care and nobody needs to feel sorry for him. Is that true? <laughs> no pity for you? Uh-uh. Okay. So he says he, oh gosh. Okay. So I get feelings. He likes to strut about. He really mm-hmm. likes the outside. He likes to lead the way outside. He says he knows where he's going, but sometimes people don't trust him because he's going in the wrong direction. But he, he says there's always a reason to what he's doing. Really, Vito? Okay. So uh, you like the outside. If you call it the great outdoors. Are you loving this, Vito? You look very content. Yeah. Did you want to talk about food? What is it you want to say? Vito? Okay, so you like the great outdoors. What are your favorite things? 
Oh, you, you like the dinner time. Oh, so he likes the dinner time because everyone's in one place and he doesn't have to keep up. Uh, wait, he doesn't have to keep track of where people are or where huh. things are because that stresses him out when, it, when he doesn't know where everyone is because, just because he likes to know the lay of the land. <laughs> He's like a air traffic controller. That he yeah. wants to know where everything is. And so when it's like, oh, gee, he's like, oh, geez, she's over there. Now they're there. What happened to the little one? I guess the baby's the little one. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's the little lady. And there's just keeping track of everything. Oh, it challenges his manhood because he doesn't know what's going on. He does uh, not like to be disoriented or yes. fear of missing out. He has fear of missing out. He has FOMO big time, yeah. Big time. Oh, Vito. Okay. Yeah, we know. Okay. So when everyone comes together, he can relax a little bit. He doesn't have to work so hard to keep track of everybody. He feels that he has to, in his own way, protect everybody and know what's going on and where they are and are they okay. So it gets overwhelming. He gets his heart rate. It's like his heart races. Yeah. His fear of missing out. Oh, Vito, we're sorry. He's oh, but he doesn't want pity. He's like, don't pity me, babe. He's like, (laughs) okay, I won't pity you. So yeah, Carla got it. You like the family all together time is very, is especially satisfying to him. Okay, got it. Well, I feel calmer after that one. What else, Vito? Is there anything else you'd like to say? So what do you think about the kids? He says they're they're fine. He says that they're sort of over there. He doesn't engage as much with them. Uh, well, wait. It's like they have an, He has an agreement with Gloria a bit. It's like a dance of what's hers and what's his. Like he's allowed to play more than she does. But but when she comes in because she wants to assess something, then he backs up. They have. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. They do. They- so. You want to say something about that? With the kids. Yeah, they do with yeah. the kids. With with us, it's a little bit different. They kind of just both kind of get in our faces. But the, with the kids, it's a bit of a tag team. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very different. And they, he says that they have it worked out between them. And that it's important to know. Oh, I guess he, he says that uh, the, the adults sometimes don't understand what they're doing. But now he wanted you to know that's what they're doing and that they have it worked out for a reason. And it works, it. it works both for the dogs and the dogs have determined that it's best for the kids too. And that's why they do it. Okay. And so they don't need to change it. They have it worked out on where okay. the kids are. I guess they're aware of how old the kids are and what they can do. Like they, ha- they understand who the kids are. Okay. And so they are, it's like they're both working on rounding up and raising the kids as dogs. You know, they're, <laughs> they're doing their jobs with the kids. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Vito. Uh, yeah. And, and, and he's very comfortable, he says, with his place in the family. He, That's he, good. He's very comfortable with that. He feels, he feels treated like a king, actually. He is, basically. He, he's my sort of little king. So I had a little dog um, that was like my soulmate, like the dog of all dogs of the existence for me. Yes. His name was Jake. Jake. I had two. I had a black Pekingese like him and I had a blonde Pekingese, Jake and Lola. And they were with me for 15 and 16 and a half years. Jake, um, I always say that I needed Jake 
I'm sorry. Jake needed me, but I needed Lola. So the two dogs okay. and I were, were a threesome for many years together. And they, we all had this interesting thing together. Uh-huh. Anyway, Jake passed away tragically and I wasn't home. Okay. And Jake looked very much like Vito. So Gloria, what is it? She Why? might not be done. She might want to add one more thing. She's very upset that I have him on my lap right now. Gloria, you want to add something? But go on. You're telling a story. So, so Jake, Jake, Evito looked very much like Jake. And I saw him on the website of the shelter. And I was like, oh my God, I have to get this dog. I have to save him and get him adopted by somebody because, you know, in honor of my Jake. Right. And then I got him and I'm like, first of all, he was really badly behaved. So we couldn't really adopt him out to anyone else. And I fell in love with him very quickly because he's got a very big personality. So he stayed. Um, and didn't go anywhere, but he's got, so I've got a little necklace on with an underbite oh, on it. Cute. This yes. is Jake's underbite. And then Vito had the same underbite. Had the same one. Yes. And he was black also just like this. But, um, so he kind of had a lot to live up to because Jake was like my dream dog. And then Vito came along and he was like a young version of him who was like super naughty and like hated being walked on loose. He's growling at it right now. You telling her to back off? What Lucy wants to say something me? else. She wants to add something. She does. What? She wants to add something. What do you want to oh. add, Lucy? She wants to add something to this conversation. Oh. She yeah. has her own. She wants to put her two cents worth in. Come here, Gloria. What would you like to say? What is it that you want to say? Yeah. Oh, it's something about him. Yeah. See, he's fine. He's looking at letter. Gloria, what is it that you wanted to say that was being left out? She says, well, I'm here for a reason too. You're there for a reason too. So your story of how you, you came into the family is just oh. important. Oh, I didn't tell that. Mm. Do, you want me to, do you want me to tell her that? She says it matters. She goes, it, if you're going to tell his, you might as well tell mine. It does matter. So it, it's a little bit of a similar story. My husband's Frenchie named Mabel passed away in January. And she was his Jake. She was right. his first baby. Um, and uh, it, she, Mabel was like this legend of a dog. She was amazing and fantastic in every single way. She was bomb-proof. Like she was a, loved the dogs. And, you know, we were all just really, really heartbroken. And then a, I have wanted another Pekingese that looked like my Lola. I know this is very confusing. There's so many dogs, but with a black mask and blonde. Um, uh-huh. But it was, it, I wasn't finding one. And then a friend tagged me on Facebook on this dog. Her name was Pearl. I like insisted we go and see her and foster her. And we did. And yes, I know. Yes, that what happened. Mm-hmm. She was a breeder surrender because apparently the breeder got sick and, and surrendered her to the um, rescue called Bully, Bully Love. And um, she, you know, she seemed to fit in from day one. But yeah. what happened, what was really strange, we were just kind of going to foster her at first because we weren't sure if she was a good fit. She fell so head over heels in love with my husband. It was like it was Mabel back again. Oh, interesting. And she was doing things that Mabel did, like Mm -hmm. licking his legs of the water when he got out of the shower and following him everywhere. I mean, to the bathroom, to the garage. If he he is not in her sights, she loses her mind. Mm -hmm. She has to to be next to him. She won't walk on a leash with me unless he's He's like right there. Yeah. She's very, very attached to my husband. And the most, we have fostered and adopted a lot of dogs, Uh but this was an attachment like we had never seen. Yeah. And in a very short amount of time, almost like virtually immediately. So we were like, well, she's got to stay. I mean, it's clearly like Mabel, like either sent her or something to like heal my husband's broken heart or, Mm -hmm. or she came along to help 
with him in some way or another. But um, yeah, she, she's like his, his, I'm the one who really wanted to <laughs> rescue her and I wanted this dog. And she was beautiful and I loved how beautiful she right. was. I've had Pekingese my whole life and she was just so stunning. I was like, oh my gosh, this dog is beautiful. I need her in my life. Um, and she ended up loving him more. <laughs> well, let's ask her what she wanted to say. So you wanted Carla to say the story and that's an important story. Is there something, because he's not here, Gloria, so usually, but she says he would say, what did she say about me? And so I'm going to see what it is that she can say that she would like him to know, even though he's not here, because we're not going to talk about your relationship since he's not here. Mm-hmm. And he might not like that. I'm very respectful of people who aren't here for the call. But Gloria, is there something that you're comfortable sharing that's important for our conversation? That Okay, so she's... Let me see what I can get from her. The dog... Okay, so Gloria, I want to get it right. I know you're quiet. Okay, I got it. Okay, so dogs come into our house, our lives for a reason that we don't always understand. Oh, I think we talked about it, that we think we want something else. Like you didn't want to see your dog. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we get the dogs that we're supposed to have and it works out better. And she says she does not want to go there about his other dog because he's private about it. And she says, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, he's very quiet about it. We're not going to talk about Mabel. We're, but Gloria is here for a reason, and it's between them. And is there something you would tell him? She says, it's between us. She's, oh. she's, it's, it's between them, and it's a heart thing. And there are, I did talk to a dog once where the woman was on the phone and she called me up and I said, your dog says that she doesn't want to stay a lot because you are a very private person. And the woman laughed and she goes, yes, that's true. And so Mabel is being very protective of your husband. Uh, Not Mabel, Gloria is being protective of him and his relationship with Mabel. And she doesn't want to comment on that. So what I'm trying to see what she wants to comment because she wanted to come back up and she wanted you to tell the story that if a listener is saying, well, what is the story, Gloria, that it's okay to, oh, I see, because that's true. When I got a dog, so it's okay to take the dog that actually comes to you when you're working with a rescue or a shelter or somebody, well, this isn't the dog I thought I was going to get. I thought I was going to get that one, but this is the one. She says, get the one that you're, that you're, is sort of, pushed in your face. She said, mm-hmm. get that dog, right? That's what she wants. That's the dog for you. And you don't have to understand why, like me not understanding, why can't I work for the purposeful rescue? Don't they need someone to evaluate dogs? Yeah. Don't you overthink know, it. Sort of the one that comes into your world. If it doesn't work. Yes. Yes. And sometimes people will say that, that they get frustrated. The dog we wanted, we drove to the shelter and the dog we saw online wasn't there. I hear or, that a lot. Yes. Or they'll say, I called the rescue and they had 10 applicants and they didn't pick us. I'm not working with them. And yeah. I mean, I'll tell you right now that they really are trying to find the best fit for the dog. Of course. So Gloria wants people to know if you're not matched with the dog that you think is yours, it wasn't supposed to be yours. Because mm. Carla didn't want to have me, right? And she wanted a younger dog and you took her in. And you're so happy with her and it's worked out. 
Well, she's actually young. Well, okay, so they told us she was very young. They told us she was a year and a half. I don't think she's that young. No, I she's, she's not. Yeah, I think she's a bit older than that. But she's I, not the dog you originally wanted. I wanted, I wanted a dog that would love me, I think, more also, or like love us equally. But yeah. the one that I picked ended up sort of being, I think, what my husband needed. Right. Which is fine, which is makes me very happy also. Well, and she's good. she's coming around. I mean, oh, clearly she's like she likes Well, it. she loves you very much. Yeah, I think she does. She has a different mission with him than she does with you. Oh, like she wants you she really admires you. She really like the work she was saying about helping other parents understand how to mm-hmm. care for a dog so they keep it. Yeah. There's not a lot of people who have the qualifications like you do to do that. Okay. So she, you just have a different relationship, but it's, it's a, also a good lesson that she is that she's glorious as is important is that dogs are, and I believe this too, dogs, dogs aren't necessarily, we can't say, I'm going to go get a dog that's just going to love me and snuggle with me every night. We need, it's like our children. Are your two children have different personalities? Oh gosh, yes, opposite. Yes, so dogs are like that too. We can't control yeah. what they're going to do in the house. Yeah, of course. So yeah, she just wants to be that reminder that we can't control what our dogs are going to be like, even when they act a certain way in the shelter. Because we've seen you go on purposeful rescue and you'll see a dog in the shelter that's sad and it struts out to the car and it's like, wait a minute. Yep. This yeah, dog is different in three days or in two hours. Yeah. Vito acted like an angel at the shelter. He was like, could do no wrong. He was like a total angel, even when I took him out. And then we got home and he was like, <laughs> like he was, yeah. A madman, like WrestleMania, like, like kind of crazy guy. So, so his yeah. thing on that, he's like chuckling. He's like, well, I had to behave well to get out of that place. Uh, he did. He did. <laughs> he, did a, he did a number on me. He did. He knew. He was, he was cute. I had to get him. Okay. So I appreciate your time. I want to see if there's anything else. Do you have any questions of, of what you really want to know that you want me to ask them? I guess I want to make sure that Gloria is happy here because I was a little concerned that she might not want to be in a home with children, small children at least. So I thought like, does she want to be in a home where she could be like, I don't know, an Instagram star or like, would she be rather be with like a single person so that she got more attention than what she's getting here? I mean, we give our dogs a lot of attention. No, 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 no. She, it's like people who ask me, does my dog love me? And I'm like, oh my gosh, your dog loves you so much. She loves where she is. Yes. She says that, first of all, she goes, did you not hear me? I have worked with the children, like the nanny, in preparing them to be like the best dog people that they can be in a very serious, like she's very serious. Her okay. work is she gave up her babies, but now she's got yours. And so mm. she needs that. And so, yes, so she's there for that. But it's funny that you even say Instagram star, where again, what is your background? You, you, you know, you're a host, you're a writer, you've done TV shows. You can make her a star in a different way. <laughs> she, you can use her stories and whatever comes. I don't even have to prompt you whether it's from me or her. Yeah. You can, it's like she's saying we can be bigger than an Instagram star. Why would she want to be an Instagram star where she just sits there and has pictures in different outfits? You can do so much more with me Mm. and those lessons 
like you and I didn't meet by accident. I mean, who meets just like, you're the only person who took up the free session. And yet we have a connection that like, I really hope I'll get that they'll call me. I'll do it for free for them. And these dogs, that's my passion are these Mm -hmm. shelter dogs. So no, she's in the right place. And it's, she's planting seeds for, you know, that dinner time moment is so special. And no, she wants to reassure you, but then she's sort of like, now let's get to work. She's the working dog with you. And as you can, she knows you're busy. She's not pushy. She, but she's definitely planting a seed of what you could do with your interests to take it to the next level on helping these people, helping families learn how to keep a dog. Yeah. And, Interesting. And, and, and the stories of how to be a foster, like I fostered a lot and I, I just know I'll, I'll do, I'll talk to 10 dogs a day for a shelter for free if I can afford it to do my part that way. I can't foster. You can foster. You mm-hmm. can teach people how to do it with young children we, and you've got the experience and all that. So yeah. she's like, I am so here for a reason. You just don't see it. Yeah. You don't see that. And yeah. it's like, You've got the information, like many people who have an inkling of something and then they don't do it. You're getting an inkling. You may do it, you may not, but at least the seed's been planted and that's what she wants to do for you in terms of like your career, that you could do something teaching families. Mm, That's interesting. Okay. And, and so her, her, and, and. It's in your heart. It's interesting because you use the word about a dog that you could just love and all. You love your work. Like there's people who love their job because I mean, it's very in on the internet now. Oh, do this and you'll make a million dollars a week. You know, charge more and make $6,000 a week. And that's, she's like, that's not your passion. You have to have your heart filled up too. And Mm -hmm. she, you and she can have a heart connection that way and use it in a, a very close bond. Interesting. And, and that's why she's like there with you. Okay. To do that. It brings her joy. It brings you joy with all of your things, you know, as, you know, like a woman, any of us who was like, we have kids that we really want to work and we want to have our good families too, but we uh-huh. really want to care for the dogs and we care about community and how do we bring it together? Do we do it all at the same time or we do it, you know, bits and pieces here and there? And she's, She's there for a reason. Yeah. And she wouldn't want to be anywhere else. No. Okay. All right. Well, that makes me very happy then. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. She's there doing exactly... She says the word I'm getting is like, this is like a wake-up call for you to see Mm. why she's there and then what we can do together in the Mm. name of love kind of thing. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. I've got my brainstorming wheels are spinning right now. Yes, that's okay. That's okay. Okay. So I always say to people that, and it happens and you may have this, you can, you can email me and ask me those questions that come up. Often people will have like one burning question. Can I just ask you this? Yes, you can. Okay. Okay. And is there another dog though that wants something? Any? Uh, we have a, we a 13 year old bulldog, but she's dead asleep. I can hear her snoring. You can probably hear her on the audio. Okay. She's so so just because there's three dogs and, and I'm going to just see if there's anything I can get from, okay. from she, it's a her. Sometimes I don't care whether they're he or she. Yeah. That's I, Lila. Okay. So Lila, Lila, is there anything 
Oh God. She does. She, she likes, she sleeps on, she likes the hard cold. Um, and she's comfortable. She likes her, her space in that way. Is there anything? The kids are great. She's like, leave me alone. She's, (laughs) okay. So I guess, is there sawdust? Is there uh, the dirt or allergies? That's the only thing. That's what bugs her sometimes is sawdust or she's sensitive to the um, environmental air. What's in the air is her, okay. her thing to watch. It's almost a complaint. Her okay. only complaint. She gets sensitive to, um, I see sawdust, like okay. something in the air. It's okay. not smoke. Josh is always back there sort of doing some sort of wood project. So maybe oh, that's with it. wood? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's always doing sort of wood projects and Does stuff. Does he saw where there would yeah. be sawdust? She's yeah. sensitive to that. She doesn't like that's, it. Okay. No, and it, the sawdust bother. Sometimes the noise is a disturbance to her princess. You know, the, it's a noise, but also the sawdust flying bothers her. It's, she's sensitive to that, whether it's eyes or ears or smelling. She doesn't, she'd like to not be around that. That's okay. It. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. It's, yeah. um, am I allowed to ask you a question yeah, about yeah, her? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, she's obviously in her twilight years and every day we check to make sure she's breathing uh-huh. <laughs> multiple times right. a day, <laughs> which we're used to because like I told you, we had seven senior right. dogs and like we, we get the senior dog thing. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, we're in a place where, where we know they don't want to really ever leave us. They're, you know, yeah, they might leave their bodies, but they're always with us. Is sort of how we feel. But um, I don't know. Is there anything that sh- that would make her more comfortable, or does she want to tell Josh anything? Josh is really her. Okay, he's a great guy. So it's interesting because the other dogs didn't want to talk about him. She she will. Okay. She, um, oh gosh, she loves him a lot, and she mm-hmm. watches him. The sawdust stuff bothers her. The woodworking she doesn't like. Okay. She doesn't want to be around that. Okay. She doesn't, it, the noise, the, the jarring, it's like, oh, I guess because when he's walking around, she feels like, he does he carry it? And he, she just, it, it makes her uncomfortable. There's okay. And she can't fully relax when he's doing that. She would rather be in a, because in a, there's movement, people coming and going. And, and I feel like there's, there's pieces of wood and the noise and she can't fully relax. Okay. So that's what she, and she can't go as deep into her sleep. So I'm going to ask her, because I, I do talk to a lot of dogs in the senior days and I'll see if there's anything she wants you to know. She, she's, okay. So she's had a, a really good life. She's talking about, I guess, do you wrap her with wraps or something or something cool or washcloths or have you ever, there's something about like a material that she has liked or have you ever cleaned her? Do you clean her? Josh bathes her a lot. Yeah. Okay. Cause I see these like cloths, these towels and she okay. likes, she, she loves that. She likes the cool ones. Okay. When they're fresh and cool. We but, also soak her feet. We soak her feet. So maybe that's it. Yeah. It's like, it's very calming to her. She loves it. Okay. She lo- I mean, it's like so moving. I feel like I want to cry. It's okay. just like this nurturing caretaking. That's a rich, it's like a ritual. Okay. He loves that. That and, and I guess he uses a tonic. Does he use? There's some kind of a, um, or it smells good. There's something that he uses. Yeah, uh, he's got this like special uh, dog shampoo that he likes for them. Yes, and, and 
And she says she likes that. It smells good. And she associates it with the care. Uh, with him. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't use that shampoo. He does. It's something, it's walk. very gentle and it has a light smell. It's, baby. it's, it's a baby shampoo. Yes. It's, it's, it's very nurturing. She loves that. She loves that okay. time. She does not like the woodworking stuff. Okay. She likes it when it's separate. So that's the, her only request is not to be a part of that. So okay. I'm asking about, you know, like that time. Sometimes they're very specific. She's not. She is, you know, when you have a loose tooth, yeah. it might be wiggly, but it's not going anywhere. Yeah, she's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. I mean, she's, it's not, <laughs> she has no message other than what she just shared. Okay. But Great. No, she's, she, she says... Keep doing what you're doing. We can adjust yeah. the wood thing. Okay. No hints or anything. Okay. She's ancient and we're always like, she's going to keep on. We thought the Frenchie was going to live forever because the Frenchie was in amazing shape. She was like a little tank. She was so strong. Never a medical problem in her life. Um, the bulldog, I mean, she's 13. It's very old for a bulldog, you know? She's 13 and a half almost. Um, no. And she's, she's like a... Go ahead. She's like a... She's like a a tank herself. She just this keeps on trucking. She goes for her walk. She's very happy. It's, she seems to be, at least we think so. But I have had dogs who have had much more like, um, I just want, I just want to stay here. You can leave me alone. You know, they say other things that, and then they do pass away. Oh, did I lose you? Oh, they do uh-huh. pass away. Like whether within a week or a couple weeks or a couple months. And yeah. then the, the, this person is like, oh, I could see that. This dog is like a tooth. It's like, oh yeah, it's sort of loose. Yeah. You know, she's, but she's not saying anything. She's like, keep doing this. So yeah. I don't, yeah. Okay. I feel good. Do you Great. have any other questions? You look like you got your questions answered. Uh, yeah, I do. I'm very, very happy, especially with Gloria, because she was emo- you know the main one that I was worried about. I mean, I I know Vito is just loved and happy, and you know it, it was it was mainly this one that I was like mostly concerned about, and whether or not we were the right fit for her, and if she was happy because of the children, and um, it, you you thoroughly answered that. And she's, she's exactly thoroughly. where she belongs. She's okay. just like, don't don't worry, let's get to work more kind of thing. Okay, good. I know we could handle whether or not she wanted to be with us, but I didn't know. I never want a dog to live with us if they 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 feel like they would be better somewhere else. Like if they feel like they would, I don't know. No, I mean, look at her. She's happy. like, where would I go? Yeah, where, I mean, where my, would I go? That's how I feel. I was thinking that today before our phone call. I was like, even if like she, like there was another home. Like, I don't, I couldn't, I don't know. I, I don't think that I could allow her to go to anybody. You know, she else. says, you need me. She says, those kids, you know, those kids need me. She's got her hands. Like she wants to do her part okay. and she's very serious about it. Not like you're not doing the job. She has a job to do with them. Like a nanny does. Yeah. It's weird that you said the first thing, just one more thing before you go. The first thing, before you hang, uh, the first thing you mentioned on the phone call is that she was like a lady. And right before I got on the phone call, I was reading to my daughter before she went to bed. And I read her, there's this like compilation of Disney stories. And there's a story about lady from Lady and the Tramp, but it's like a a different variation on the story. Uh And I said to Freya, I'm like, in the, it's a different sort of drawing of her, not the one that we all know. I said, doesn't she look like Gloria? Mm. Doesn't that look like Gloria? And she said, yeah. And I was like, gosh, this looks like Gloria. And she had a big blue bow. And she was in the story. She says what you just said. Like she says she was upset because she wasn't groomed. She oh, was, wow. a, she was upset. Um, 
because the owners were busy with the new baby. It's similar to the main story. Yeah. Were, so she went out and like gallivanted with, with Mr. Tramp mm-hmm. and she got all filthy and dirty. And then she was so upset that she didn't look her pristine ways. And when she got home, Mr. Darling, or I don't remember his name, says, where have you been? We need you to help with the baby. And then he says, bring in your friend Tramp. Like we need you both to help look after the baby. And she feels validated because that's what she wanted to do. She like wanted to like look her best again and she wanted to help. So it's it's funny. It is funny, especially since we said she brought in a Tramp to help with the baby. Mm -hmm. Vito said that they have it worked out on how they work with the children together. Yeah. And Vito is very much like, the tramp. <laughs> That's, that is interesting how these yeah. things work because they do have it worked out on how they help with the children. Yeah. In different yeah. ways. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad that you feel reassured that she's where she belongs. Okay, I have no good. doubts. Good. Okay. Good. That makes me very, very happy. Yes. That makes me happy, Gloria. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for chatting. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Yes. So thank you so much. So should, can people follow you? I mean, I'm gonna, I'll put a post up and you know, people want to make a donation to uh, a Purposeful Rescue directly or they can book a session with me and then I will make another one. But you might have projects or something coming up. Is there anything you would like to have an audience listener reach out or what would you like to do? Gosh, um, well, I mean, they can follow me on Instagram and they can see Gloria's progression and her life and how she's dealing with the kiddos and Vito. Perfect. Everybody likes to watch Vito's bath time on my Insta stories because he's the only dog you'll ever meet that falls asleep in the bath. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, he's really hilarious that way. But... um, I mean, you know, if people are interested in checking out my show, Planet Primetime, it's on um, Apple TV now and it's on Amazon. And um, you can take a look at the episodes if you're interested in learning about television in other countries. And um, that's about it. I'm just really excited for this to to air and I'll share it also. I'd love for people to know more about my dogs and about you. Good. And about a purposeful rescue. And a purposeful (laughs) rescue. Yes. And we'll just see whether anything comes of your lessons on how to have a dog with a baby in the house. This, I, I'm already like have the wheels turning in my head. Okay. All right. Well, have, but no pressure if you don't, because there's lots <laughs> of other things I'm sure you could be doing. So no pressure, but glorious planet of seed. All right. Thanks, thank Gloria. you so much. I'm Liz Murdoch with Carla Cavalli and we are here and we thank you for your time today. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. We will hear, but on talking with the dogs and you can learn more about both of us and our work with a purposeful rescue. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to Talking with the Dogs. Hope today's episode made you want to understand your own dog better and appreciate that every dog has a story and something to say. Subscribe now for more dog stories and insights into animal communication and what it's like to be a dog whisperer. Review this episode on Apple Podcasts or follow Talking with the Dogs on Instagram or Facebook and sign up for a chance for you and your dog to be a guest on the show. Whatever you do, I hope you'll spend time talking with the dogs.